Welcome back to the Meddling Kids Podcast, a groovy review of Scooby-Doo. I'm Julie Kin, your host, and today I'm excited to tell you about To Switch a Witch, an episode from Season 3 of Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? And it's a really notable episode because it's the first one with a female villain. Yeah, girls can do anything. Anyway, this episode starts off in a cemetery. And it really reminds us of how awesome unions are because we see this old dude digging at night in a lightning storm and he's digging at a grave that already has a marker, so it's kind of suspicious. Anyway, he's got a thick Irish brogue and he says, a storm be bad luck on Halloween. So this poor dude digging at night in a cemetery on Halloween. Anyway, The camera focuses on a grave of Melissa Wilcox, who was born in 1733 and died in 1778. And by the way, was Melissa a real common name in the Regency era? Underneath it says witch, and then there's this really groovy symbol. It looks kind of like an infinity sign with five arrows coming out of it. It's feminine and phallic all at the same time, and it would make a sick tattoo. We hear some laughing and green smoke, and poof, a witch appears in a purple peaked hat, ragged purple robes, and she's got really vibrant green hair. She also seems to have fangs, that might be my imagination, and she's got some pretty awesome cat eye makeup, but I'm guessing it's false eyelashes, which is impressive. It shows her dedication to this costuming choice. She is also just thrilled. She's laughing a lot, and we hear laughing throughout this episode. The dude who was forced to dig at night on Halloween in a cemetery shouts, She's back! And he runs to Squire Marley's house. The squire looks pretty upset at being interrupted on Halloween night. Presumably he's busy checking his kids' candy for razor blades, and then, you know, sneakily taking all the Reese's peanut butter cups. Or is that just me? No, that's all us parents. He's also dressed in pantaloons and a cravat and a frock coat. And yeah, I don't know the right words for these 1700s clothes, but you can yell at me on Twitter. Fortunately for us viewers, the gravedigger tells us that the witch has returned from the grave on Halloween night, just as she promised to do when she was burned at the stake 200 years ago. Gross. Stop babbling, you fool, says the squire. Meanwhile, we see the mystery machine. It gets to Old Salem. And I'm wondering, is there a new Salem? Okay, I just Googled it, and I guess there's an Old Salem Historic District, which, you know, is for tourists and stuff. Makes sense. Fred says, gee, I hope Arlene is all right. I'd kind of like it if more people said gee. Just side note. Velma says that Arlene had been telling her something on the phone about the old family home in Salem she just inherited. And then the phone went dead. Now, kids, that's unusual for back in these days. Our phones didn't die because of batteries. We didn't even have batteries in them. They only went dead if, like, something horrible happened to the phone line or electricity. Scooby and Shaggy want to go trick-or-treating. Scooby has what looks like a little paper bag, but that goofo doggy swishes it around until it's huge. And I'm thinking they're a little bit old to go trick-or-treating, but what do I know? Meanwhile, Mr. Mooney, that turns out that's the name of the dude who was digging the grave earlier. He and the squire go back to the graveyard, and the witch is still hanging out at the grave, just laughing and laughing and saying she's going to have her revenge. Dude, I'm kind of cool with that. I mean, she was burned at the stake 200 years ago. You go for it. The men decide to gather up the townsfolk. The kids arrive, 
the Scooby gang. But the squire is nailing up a sign with the image of my new tattoo on a tree. And he tells the kids to go back because their friend Arlene has been possessed by the witch of Salem. I did not see that coming. Shaggy and Scooby are not happy to hear this news. First of all, because they want to go trick-or-treating. Second of all, witches are scary, apparently. Not the kind of witches I knew in college. Let me tell you, they were pretty awesome. Fred says, we aren't going anywhere until we see our friend and, you know, break into some private property and whatnot. They arrive at the old house Arlene has inherited and bats fly around, so we know it's about to get good. Fred knocks on the door and Arlene answers the door. Yowza, she is a looker. She's got some amazing cat eye makeup. And I also love when a gal can pull off the turtleneck and sweater at the same time look. She's pretty stressed out and does not seem amused when Scooby uses a lampshade as a hat and the rest of the floor lamp as a broom and runs around her living room. She explains that Squire Marley saw a witch raised from her grave and she looks just like me. She has the same eye makeup, but nothing else. Okay, she didn't say that. That's me. She's a direct descendant from this witch. She shows everyone to their rooms, but Scooby and Shaggy go to the kitchen for some snacks. Scooby eats everything, and then they have to play tug-of-war with some sausages until Scooby and Shaggy end up kissing like in Lady and the Tramp, and it's pretty cute. Outside, we see a floating, witchy apparition. What will happen? We'll find out after this commercial break. Do you enjoy being a fly on the wall, getting to listen in on a conversation, and learning things about the people involved? Hi, I'm Rhett Hall, and I host the Brain Trust Brothers podcast where... Every week, I bring the audience along to listen in on a conversation between myself and someone that I find interesting. It could be another podcaster, an actor, or just some guy from down the street. You never know what you're going to get, but you can always count on it being fun, informative, and entertaining. You can find the podcast every Tuesday on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or by visiting braintrustbros.com forward slash podcast. Join me as I try to make the world a better place, one conversation at a time. Inside, Shaggy has a surprise for Scoob, a costume. He puts it on Scooby, and it turns out it's a witch costume, exactly the same as the Witch of Salem. It's purple with a green wig. Scooby's closed his eyes while Shaggy was dressing him, and when he opens them, he thinks he's in front of a mirror, but he's actually looking at the real witch. Oh my goodness. He thinks it's Shaggy just did a great job with his costume, and he's delighted. Then Shaggy sees, and he realizes, nope, that's a real witch, dude. And she glows a bit, and they hide in a bed. She runs away, and then the other humans come in, and they explain what happened. Velma notices that a strange liquid is eating away at the carpet. (laughs) Yeah. They look out the window, and they see the witch glide off to the graveyard. The big kids want to go to the graveyard. Arlene, Shaggy, and Scooby stay put until a tree branch pokes through the open window and scares Shaggy and Scooby. They run out and try to catch up by taking a shortcut through a pumpkin patch, but pumpkins get stuck on their feet and paws and make it very difficult to run. Meanwhile, in the cemetery, the witch vanishes at her grave. Velma finds a hot wire. That's called a clue. Fred notices my cool tattoo design on the grave. The gravedigger says that's the mark of Mormo, I think is what he said, but it's really hard to tell. Accents. Scooby's so scared, he runs off 
and somehow flies up and lands on Shaggy. I don't remember exactly what happened. Apparently, Scooby and Shaggy came back and rejoined the kids. It's a confusing episode, everyone. While they're clowning around, the gravedigger says they should scoot since there will be evil deeds that night. Now, evil deeds sounds pretty exciting, but we never really get to find out what those are. Velma wants to go to a museum to check out records to learn more about this ancestor that Arlene's descended from. It's very much like a Buffy episode at this point. Meanwhile, the town leaders, which you might have guessed is a bunch of white dudes in hats, are meeting at an old-timey town hall to save Salem. They want to capture Arlene and make her confess. In the museum... The kids find stocks and a dunking stool, and Fred sounds really excited while explaining all these torture devices to everyone. Nowhere do they mention that women killed at this time weren't actually practicing witchcraft, except for Daphne, who says, If they were dunked like that, no wonder they confessed. Thanks, Daphne. I appreciated that. Scooby teases a dummy of a witch. And I think we all know what's about to happen. As he sticks out his tongue and makes faces, it sort of comes to life and scares him. Oh, but it turns out it was just a mouse up her sleeve. What a red herring. Anyway, the kids look at a book and find that witch symbol again in an old manuscript. It says it keeps a witch from rising from her grave. In the family record, instead of Arlene, where her name should be, it says Gemini. And the rest is marked out. But she was born in October, and apparently that's not a Gemini month, and this is not my area of expertise, folks. Fred puts all this together with the other clues and shares a telepathic message with Velma, and they want to go back to the graveyard to put everything together. Shaggy and Scooby are not pleased at this development. Meanwhile, the townsfolk have literally lit torches and are trying to capture Arlene. Mooney, again that grave-digging dude, comes to her house to warn her to leave. And she runs off. Shaggy and Scooby go trick-or-treating. Scooby gets a cat by accident at one house because the owner was like, here you go, kitty, go out for the night, and drops it into Scooby's bag. The cat runs off with the bag. And meanwhile, Shaggy gets robbed by some other house. Which, I hate to be mean, but you guys kind of deserve that when you're after bar mitzvah age, you know, like 13 and up. You really shouldn't be trick-or-treating. Just saying. The mob is on to Arlene. Shaggy and Scooby help her escape, but the mob sees Scooby in all his witch costuming and think that the witch changed into a dog. Yeah. They want to take him to the museum and get him to confess. Shaggy tries to rescue him, which is pretty brave, but he gets caught too. Now, Shaggy is in one of those stock things that's tying his hands and feet together, but he keeps taking his hands out to gesticulate. I know I probably pronounced that wrong. Scooby keeps getting dunked, but he's using this as an opportunity to bathe and soaps up his armpits. It's pretty adorable. Shaggy tries to explain, that's not a witch, that's a dog. But the townsfolk are like, what, you think we're stupid? The big kids are at the cemetery, and they find Arlene hiding there. She explains about Shaggy and Scooby getting caught. Shaggy has somehow managed to escape, and he crawls over with his hands and feet still in the stock. Even Fred looks horrified at this, but he gets those stocks off Shaggy in, like, about a second. He knows the secret mechanism to get them to unlock. The big kids sneak back, and they use a dummy from the museum to get Scooby out of the dunking tank by kind of tossing it over the edge, and the dunking thing works like a lever and a catapult, and you just gotta watch the episode. 
They're all free now. They run back to the graveyard. I think this is their sixth or seventh trip to the graveyard. And they dig a new hole in the ground right in the middle of the graveyard, which kids don't do that. And they cover it with branches to trap the witch. Of course, Scooby and Shaggy fall in the hole. But then the witch falls in a different random uncovered hole in a graveyard at night. Again, don't run through graveyards at night. Walk through them nicely. Graveyards are beautiful places. It turns out the witch was not the gravedigger, which is who I totally thought it was. It was actually Arlene's unknown twin sister. She planned this whole thing to get her inheritance. And she worked with Mooney, the gravedigger. He used wire to help her glow. And the acid on the carpet was from the battery for her wiring. Forgive me if I sound really disbelieving here. It's just, once again, I think that is a way more interesting episode. How did one of these twins get abandoned? Why was Arlene raised without knowledge of her sister? Where's the sister been this whole time? Of course Arlene would share her inheritance with her. And did the sister really think if Arlene just ran away that she wouldn't still get half of the property? Come on, I've got a lot of questions here. Arlene is so grateful, especially to Scooby and Shaggy. Shaggy explains that Scooby wasn't feeling well, so he made him some chicken soup. And when he lifts up the cloche top, I think that's the right word, that, you know, silver thing that goes over fancy food, it's actually a chicken bathing in a warm bowl using a toothbrush to scrub with. It's random and relaxing and the perfect thing to help us ignore the plot of this somehow abandoned child and her horrible fate who is now in prison. Does Arlene ever get to learn about her history? What is going on here? Maybe the next episode will be the story of the secret twin. If you know of any fan fiction out there that answer some of these questions, please let us know. You can get in touch with us at Meddling Kids Pod on Twitter and Facebook. Um, You know, just type Meddling Kids Podcast into your Google browser and it will do the work for you. Thanks for sharing our show with your friends, other people who like Scooby-Doo, or someone you just want to torture a little bit. That's cool. I'm all right with that. Send us your questions, your feedback, your thoughts. Thanks so much to Dave Seste for the use of our music. Thanks to my husband and kids for not minding that I'm spending my time doing this. Thanks so much to Tiff for moderating our Facebook discussion group. You can join the conversation if on Facebook you go to Meddling Kids Podcast and Scooby-Doo Discussion Group. Okay, kids, see you next time. And as you're clearing your browser history, just remember you would have gotten away with it if it weren't for us meddling kids.